Well, we just heard from our last guest, Ayman Dabali, a survivor of the terrorist attack on a Quebec City mosque five years ago tomorrow, and how he told us thoughts of his 11-month-old daughter gave him the strength to survive seven bullet wounds during that attack. He also spoke of his mission, the reason, his destiny, really, why he feels that day needs to be remembered, is to fight Islamophobia, to make sure that never happens again. And tomorrow will mark the second national day of remembrance and action against Islamophobia to mark the fifth anniversary of that attack. Well, the years since, though, have seen other acts of hate and violence targeting Canada's Muslim community. So why hasn't the tragedy of that day meant a more effective fight against Islamophobia in this country? Joining me now is Mubin Sheikh, a former extremist, undercover operative for CSIS and the RCMP, and a professor of public safety at Seneca College. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. You know, five years later, and we just heard from Ayman Dabali about the horrors of that day and his mission to make sure it never happens again. Five years on, have we recognized Islamophobia enough in this country? Are we doing enough to make Ayman Dabali's wishes come true? Well, first of all, I, of course, um, my condolences and heartfelt grievances go out to Ayman and uh, the others, the survivors. Uh, may Allah give the status of martyrdom to those who were murdered in the terrorist attack in the mosque. Um, to your question, the answer is really no. Um, we are only starting to understand the uh, seriousness of this. Of course, the 2017 mosque attacks is what really brought things to, to light. But of course, last year's attack on a Muslim family and ongoing attacks, just, uh, you know, racist hateful attacks against Muslim women primarily, um, these things, these sorts of events continue to happen. And so it tells us that uh, we need to continue to keep taking action against it. Where do you think the lesson has not been learned? What has been done wrong, do you think? I know there's been lots of words, there's been lots of monuments, there's been lots of kind words about what we should be doing. Where, where are we failing? Well, I mean, first of all, you know, Canada is a wonderful country, really the best country on earth. Uh, we, as a country, I mean, nationally, we, we really do uh, stand against this sort of stuff. Canadians are known the world over to be polite people, nice people. Um, and so, you know, we have already started to implement a number of things, uh, a special representative to combat Islamophobia, uh, was just enacted by the uh, Liberal government. Uh, so that's one step, at least, in the institutional, political institutions uh, where some of this work needs to happen. But, you know, places where there are gaps are, for example, Bill 21 in Quebec, which is a glaring example of where laws are used to target um, overwhelmingly, you know, people of, of minorities or, or uh, public religious expression. And and it's really insidious, I would call it, to make it about secularism when secularism is really where, you know, the church does not make laws. Secularism doesn't mean that my coworker can't wear a crucifix or a kippah or a turban or a hijab. Uh, and so there needs to be a better understanding, I think, not just among even politicians, yes, even at the political level, but it has to filter throughout in the education system so that our next generation realize that this is not the kind of society we want to continue to live in. For those of you who don't know, Bill 21 in Quebec, of course, bans uh, public authorities from wearing religious symbols or religious uh, uh 
religious wear, really. Uh, we had a very high profile case of a kindergarten teacher who was uh, let go from her position because she was wearing um, she was wearing a niqab, I believe. So yes, a very controversial law in Quebec. I, I want to ask you about, and this is sort of from a different aspect, but clearly there are still people out there fomenting anti-Muslim sentiment. And I was wanting to know from your perspective, who's doing it and why? Well, uh, unfortunately, you know, we, we with human beings, uh, you're going to find people, unfortunately, who are like this. You know, we will never eradicate racism. We will never eradicate poverty. You know, we will never eradicate crime in general. So at one level, we have to accept that, you know, this is human nature. People are going to be like this. They're going to do this. And and this is obviously has been the case, uh, you know, as long as we've had human civilization, uh, one group pitting another group, uh, you know, and so, so that's the reality check, okay, that, that it will always be around. But our duty and our job is to mitigate that and try to lessen that as much as possible. And, um, you know, having laws is one way to do that. So whether it's seeking enhancements on uh, hate crime laws uh, or creating or attempting to create, you know, specific offenses which target certain groups, those are legal aspects. Uh, but there, there needs to be education uh, across the board for people to realize that, uh, you know, you can't, you know, depict Muslims all as one group. Um, you know, uh, these ideas that, you know, Muslims are, are going to take over. And, and, and it's really funny because if you come from the Muslim community, you know that Muslims uh, disagree on a lot of things. So uh, I'm, I assure you, we can't get together and agree on taking over any countries. Um but I, I make a joke of it because really these ideas, these narratives need to be challenged. And so people who do that, people who engage in these ideas about Islam at large or the Muslim community at large, uh, it, it needs to be debunked. Um, you know, there's a responsibility that people have, you know, teachers have in the education system or employers have in the work environment, uh, wherever it is. Uh, it just needs to be denounced. Well, whoever is the target of it, whether if you see somebody being the target because they're Asian or because they're this or they're that, you know, don't be a bystander. Actually, you know, step in and uh, and help out. And it's at that level, at the individual level, when we care about each other, fellow human beings, that's when we start to make the dent. I know a lot just last week uh, or recently transport minister Omar Al-Gabra was was referred to in a, in a tweet by a by an MP as a as a terrorist to remind us uh that there's still a lot of work to be done here. Um do you think Canada has taken Islamophobia seriously enough even with what's happened what happened 5 years ago what happened to the family in London Ontario uh more recently are we taking Islamophobia seriously enough so far and do we need to what else could we do? Right. Well, look, I think Canada is, uh, you know, ahead of, you know, most other countries. Uh, you know, we saw what happened, the attacks in New Zealand. We saw the outpouring of support. And, and we saw this in Canada as well, right? Not just in Quebec, but, the, you know, across the country where people held vigils and, and in remembrance of this. And so rather than it just become some faded memory, I think this is one of the reasons why there is a national uh, you know, day of action against Islamophobia, and and that's a great step. I think that that the country has done, we have done. Um, it, you know, it'll. I don't know if it'll ever be enough because you'll never really eradicate it. It just tells us that it's you know a lifelong pursuit that that all of us you know have to engage in at an individual and personal level. 
So, I mean, in terms of what else can be done, uh, look, we, you know, they've just, you know, various Muslim organizations have, you know, come out with uh, certain recommendations and requests. And so this kind of advocacy that is being done by uh, these sorts of organizations is going to be very helpful uh, to, you know, kind of guide the government and help the government, um, you know, to see where they can play a role, but also to support other institutions and other sectors, whether employment or entertainment or sports or whatever, um, and to help them do the same thing. Tomorrow will be the second National Day of Remembrance Action Against Islamophobia. Uh, what does the day, what do you think the day should signify to all of us? And what will you be doing? Yeah, my, uh, you know, my wife is visibly Muslim. So is my mother. So is my father. So is my sister, you know. And so, you know, I'm just going to think about, you know, for me personally, I mean, the idea that you could be shot up in a mosque, you know, we we obviously remember hearing the news of this guy who tried to take uh, hostages at the synagogue. You know, this is a concern for all religious communities, right? Jewish communities in particular that have also been victimized, you know, for uh, the anti-Jewish hatred. So I, for me, I'm going to remember that it, it, it could be me tomorrow. It could be my mother tomorrow. It could be that Jewish guy that I know. It could be his mother or his father, you know, so it is a reminder to us that really, to me, places of worship need to be safe. Uh, I think, I mean, just as a side note, there are, you know, Muslim organizations who I strongly encourage to engage in security measures for their mosques. Like, we can't just depend on the government for everything. Uh, same thing that Jewish communities are doing with synagogues. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's just going to be a reminder that uh, it, it could be, it could have been me. It could have been my mosque. You know, and, and tomorrow it's going to be somebody else in somebody else's place of worship. So that's that's what I'm going to be remembering. Well, Mubin Sheikh, thank you so much for your insight on this. Um, and I certainly hope that, that tomorrow is a reminder of, of how these things need to be prevented. So thank you for your, thank you for your insight. Thank you for having me. I agree with you. Thank you.